I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, how long till Cocaine Shark? I mean, really, we had Cocaine Shark. Well, no, now, there's one coming out shark. in July already from Asylum Films. Left or right? Meth Head Shark. Wait, Left or right? Wait, 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 wait. Is that going to be, <laughs> is that actually in theaters or is that like a, like a I think it's going to be straight sci-fi to sci-fi. sci-fi. Oh, okay. Is there a baby cocaine shark? No, I went, what, maybe, there, maybe there's a baby. There, well, there are two baby cocaine. So, no, no. Hey, hey, I don't hey. Want to spoil it. No, I don't How spoil dare it. you? I didn't say anything. I have to dump I, you now, you I, jerk. I didn't spoil First of all, you don't have the power to do that. Secondly, you know, I you know, I didn't spoil right in front anything. of me. I can hit it whatever I want. I didn't spoil anything. You did. I didn't spoil anything. Dude, Coco Melon's going to come kick your I did. (laughs) (laughs) Look what you did! I did not spoil anything. I did not spoil. The cocaine bear was done. Elizabeth Banks is really talented. I mean, she did it. the 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 tone and tenor of the movie was perfect. 
the actors in it were all great. You enjoyed seeing them. You enjoyed seeing what happened to them over the course of the film. And, and I, I, I really, it was so much fun. And the entire theater mm-hmm. was roaring. All it's just one of those movies where you want to go have a good time and see something fun. No, it's not going to get nominated for any Academy Awards. Cocaine the, Cubs, yeah. You know, the, and the, uh, uh, let's deal with the cocaine bears first. Okay, <laughs> the bears first. Uh, and we'll get back to them. But like, it's, you know, so, and, and even the, the, the scene, CGI-ness of the bear. I was like, good. I don't really care. You know, it doesn't matter to me. You know, it was okay. You just want to go and have fun, and it's hilarious, and it's like you walk away, and it's a, it's something you'll talk about with your friends. Yeah, cocaine bear. Was we should a lot get of Elizabeth fun, Banks on. We should. Uh, you know, you want a good, you want a good story. I once interviewed her husband. What does that have husband, to do with her, though? It's well, it's one step away from Elizabeth Banks. Look, Harmon's dad apparently is friends with Jason Sudeikis's dad. We find that out tonight. Harmon could have had us all on next season of Ted Lasso, and you've completely failed about that. So I'm, I'm learning things about Harmon now I've never known before. Nine and a half years with the guy. Oh, yeah, we got friends. You say, oh, you live next door to J.J. Abrams. I don't. But Harmon has, you know, he could have had us on Ted Lasso. We could have been singing She's a Rainbow with the Stones on one of their episodes. Maybe we show up in Sudeikis' next venture. You don't know. It could have been Frostburg tart, 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 to tart, tart. <laughs> Justin Frostburg! Justin Frostburg! <laughs> he walks in every night. Justin Frostburg! Justin Frostburg! He does that already. Uh, he but, bangs no, but, on the door and he starts chanting his <laughs> own. Yeah, I'm right, I bang. <laughs> but it was, Me and William Hung. Yeah, it was, uh, oh, baby, Imagine. she moves. William Hung in the Hung Jury. Go, go watch that. So um, there's Arrested Development. That was a mock trial with Judge Reinhold and William Hung in the You're Hung You're going to get jury. very close yeah. to the dancing Edos if you yeah. keep going down this. <laughs> mock trial with Judge Reinhold. It was like a... <laughs> It was, yeah. it was a show and Judge Reinhold was the judge for like one of those daytime like Judge Joe Brown or Judge Judy shows. And it was a and, and music by William Hung and the Hung Jury. And William Hung is doing a mock trial with Judge Reinhold. <laughs> mock trial with Judge Reinhold. Underrated TV right there. Oh, Sweet man. victory. Oh, I'll tell you. But no, but listen, but just really quick on Cocaine Bear, it was it was so it's just one of those movies that, hey, OK, I guess, it's like the new snakes on a plane. Right, like that's kind. Of, okay, I'm seeing snakes, There's a on, new a plane. snakes on a plane. I, well, this is we had snakes on a plane. What's that movie about? It's pretty self-explanatory, and it sounds so ridiculous. I want to see it. This is the same thing. Cocaine Bear. What's it about? I think I know what it's about. It sounds so ridiculous, but I really want to go see it. So bang, I go see it. And then you're shocked when it's a very good movie. Yeah, with heart, yeah. with some sentimentality, some oh, gravitas from Isaiah yeah. Whitlock. Getting yeah. it done. You're really making it happen for Isaiah Whitlock. I, I, I think you he was great. Really making it happen. Well, but but when we talk about the actors in there, and obviously you got the late great Ray Liotta in there as well. That's is his he last the bear? Movie. No, no. Just think about that. That's Ray Liotta's last movie. That's great. That's Ray Liotta's last movie is Cocaine. And they bear. commiserated he and Elizabeth yeah. Banks, and yeah. to where she was one of the presenters when he had his uh, the unveiling of his Hollywood Walk of Fame star. It was mm-hmm. him and Taron Egerton. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell, well, well, because they they became friends on Blackbird. Exactly. When they did, but that, I mean, which, those last couple yeah. of projects, they became great friends and they became presenters. Pretty yeah. cool. All right. So, is this movie winning any Oscars? Uh yes. For That's best CGI movie, bear man, best 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 drug induced haze by an animal. That's going to win. Better that. than the Revenant. 
Uh, ooh, well, that wasn't drug-induced. That was just a, he was unhappy that Leo was that close to All him. right, so who wins, the Revenant Bear or the Cocaine, cocaine Bear? Cocaine Bear. Oh, Cocaine Bear beats the Revenant Bear. No, really? Oh, yeah, are you kidding? Oh, There's my multiple goodness. instances oh, where yeah, you'd yeah. say nothing's stopping this Cocaine Bear. Dude, yeah, that's like saying, like, oh, who's going to win between, like, like Freddy versus Jason or whatever. I mean, oh, Cocaine Bear wins it easy. Like the wow. Revenant Bear, the Revenant Bear doesn't even doesn't stand a chance. No, no, no. That's a, that's no. a first round TKO. Do, doesn't stand a chance. All right. So what about oh. Leonardo DiCaprio versus Cocaine Bear? Oh, Cocaine Bear. How old's bear. the bear? Ooh, this bear. This bear. <laughs> it's not a cub. It's not a cub. No, this bear that's going on right now. It's this bear right now. It's 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 Cocaine Bear beats Leonardo DiCaprio. There's no there's no way, man. There's a this is a bear that takes no prisoners, man. This is it was it was done like a slasher movie. That's the whole, that's the best part of Cocaine yes. Bear is like it was done like a slasher movie. Yeah, but who's more loaded though? Ooh, ooh. Well, now if you're talking about like like Jason Voorhees, you know, Cocaine Friday the 13th, that would be something different. But Cocaine Bear, I mean, that's, you know, hey. Now, oh, now we did see Leo after gave... <laughs> uh, after a Fox Sports Radio holiday party many years ago. Oh, we did waiting we did. in the cab line. Yeah, I'm just I'm just happy that I gave New Line Cinema an idea to to reboot both those franchises. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, wait, the cocaine falls in the woods. What if it falls in where Jason Voorhees is? Because that's in the woods. That's why. Oh, now we got a whole new thing there. Yeah, yeah I think he re- I remember he gave Jason the middle finger, right? Yeah. Re- <laughs> <laughs> From the cab line, Mike, double, double bird. Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, let me just say this. There are certain teams in the NBA that have problems that have, issue, have issues right now. The Lakers, problems because of what's going on with LeBron James. D'Angelo Russell is hurt. LeBron James may be out for the next couple of weeks at least. But you know who's got no problems right now? I, sh- I shouldn't say that because now it's gonna, they're going to have problems. Why did I do that? Because I'm stupid. Is it the but, Phoenix Suns? But Milwaukee Bucks. Look at the Denver the Nuggets. No, okay, none of those teams have problems. You're right. But another team that has no problems, marquee game of the night in the NBA, the Knicks beat the Celtics 109-94. Jason Tatum gets thrown out for his first time in his NBA career. Uh, referee didn't like what he said after a Julius Randle drive and dish for a three. Referee threw him out. Uh, Josh Hart was seen right after doing mimicking the referee, throwing Jason Tatum out of the game. This was a dominant Knicks victory they've now won six in a row and i told you before the deadline they're coming together watch out for them uh jalen brunson was i mean look i i talk about the guy being the mvp and maybe he's he's gonna go down as one of the best free agent signings in basketball in the last 15 or 20 years i mean he just has been that good he's been such an unbelievable overnight difference maker even in a night where he had a c or c plus game because he wasn't great today. he didn't shoot well tonight but he still is in charge of the game he still gives you that floor general leadership and everybody feeds off that i when he's on the He's one of those players that when I see him on the floor, I feel better about everything. And when he's not on the floor, even though I love Emmanuel quickly when he comes in and he had a big night tonight, you just feel better about certain guys because even when they're not – even if they're not scoring 25 or 30 points or having an off night, they're still running the game, and, and everything is still moving forward. The offense is still executing and executing itself, and that's what we saw tonight. You know, he struggled, but you had Julius Randle and, and quickly score 23 points each, and they were able to take the lion's share of the scoring load, and it was great. But, I mean, even a night like tonight, I watched Jalen Brunson. I just, I just feel better that he's out there, and it's, he's had such an unbelievable effect on the Knicks. I can't even tell you. Nine games above 500 now. Look at you. All excited. You had at least three turns of phrases that I could have made one-liners out of. I mean, Alex may be making drops right now. 
We'll see. Uh, but the the Knicks, you've got a, got a rotation that works. They've bought into Thibodeau. They even go into him. To, they're, they're not yelling at him or being yelled at. They're actually conversing about what the next strategy is. Now, I sent you guys the video of a clear foul on Julius Randle that wasn't called. That was part of the ire of Jason Tatum. You also had a review that took over seven minutes, I believe Steve DeSager told us earlier in the show, that uh, it was a foul and then there's a technical foul, but it, it stopped any sense of play continuity in the final minutes of a game. It's like, what are we doing? Well, the referee's eating a sandwich. Didn't you see the referee's eating sandwiches after it was over? Brought to you by the, 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 who's the, the official from- sandwich of the Knicks? <laughs> uh, that, would, that would probably be Subway. I would assume Subway is the official because there's so many Subways in New York. Or Blimpies. Blimpies could be the official sandwich. I just want to say Blimpies because it sounds cooler. Blimpies is fun. There's Subways everywhere. You don't have Blimpy. No, Blimpies Uh, is fun. But uh, there was too much bread. Wait, wait, can I be honest? There was always too much bread in the Blimpies sandwiches. I mean, they were good sandwiches, but there was always... Blimpy, It was was too much bread. You're you're complaining about too much bread, more carbs? Yeah, the bread was too much. Yeah, it was too much First world problems. Yeah, I know it was. Well, listen, (laughs) hey, I go into a store with money. I work hard for my money. I want to buy a sandwich. I want a good sandwich. You got Blimpy into the show, yo. Yeah, really and I'm pretty sure thing. if you want a good sandwich, that's the last place you go. <laughs> no, well, listen, Blimpies was Subway's before Subway. Listen, just trust me on Blimpies, okay? Just trust me on it. But you got some great effort from Hart and quickly off the bench. That needs to be acknowledged. 12 to 21 between them, some heavy minutes uh, and and anchoring some of that scoring load. And that that's a beautiful thing. Like you said, with Brunson's not going to have a big shooting night. Still helps to facilitate Julius Randle. As always, coming through, he finished with 23, 7 of 16 from the field. Took nine three-point shots, really trying to prove to his kid uh, that he can hit that shot. So that's uh, that's a curiosity. <laughs> Trust me, Dad's good. I'm yeah, just saying, yeah, I, Dad, I see yeah, him taking yeah, yeah. nine three-point yeah, yeah, yeah. attempts. That That's yeah, going to scare you. me a little bit. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Thibodeau was not terribly excited to see that <laughs> uh, over the course of the night. But they, they take care of business. Here we are at the end of February. And this was a marquee matchup, one that everybody circled because we're trying to figure out where that line of demarcation is. And your team's trying to crash the party. We're, and we crashed it. We're good. Look, we're... we're, we're no, no, look, no. I said they're I, trying I to. They haven't yet. No, no, no. We're cra- we just beat the Celtics. We're going to beat matter. them again on Sunday. It doesn't Hang matter the banner. where the games are. Hang the banner. Be- beating the Celtics in February. That's a banner-worthy headline at MSG. You can hang the banner for that. Is that right getting ne- them into the tournament? Right next to the Julius Randle 2020 banner that that we had up there. We'll no, put this good. right up there. Mike, when you say tournament, you mean like the NIT or March Madness? Stop. Um, stop. We're in fifth place in the East now. We're NIT. in fifth place. We're in fifth place. We're, we're going to pass the, the Cavaliers any day. Look, just look at it. Cavaliers like, have like the second easiest schedule remaining in that. Nah, yeah, and LeBron's hurts. It doesn't matter. It, that is true. The trickle-down effect of the LeBron injury. On New York City and, and the Knicks is yeah. a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ghost Fox Sports Radio. Pat Blimpy. Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Everclear, yo. And TJ, people understanding... The Jets need a quarterback from here to Santa Monica. They all know, TJ. Uh, we got more NFL coming up in a second, but we have to talk about the ratings of Live Golf. Oh, I know, I know. I, yeah, dude, just because. Listen, low ratings, low ratings is, is never anything new, but certain, certain low ratings, boy, they, they, they merit being discussed. Uh, Live Golf Tour had its uh, first event of the year this year. 
and it was over the weekend. They had a new TV network, the CW, which that's where I want to go, and I want to make sure people see my product. Is that an extension of the WB and Michigan J. Frog? (laughs) What was the – Hello, my baby. (laughs) <laughs> that was when the Simpsons did the uh, the the <laughs> satire on it, and then uh, coming up next on the WB, it's another bad show that nobody will see. Yes, uh, so Light, nicely done. The CW, point. the CW, uh, and I don't even think every CW affiliate took Live Golf, took Live Golf programming, but. It went this weekend. Look, Charles Howell the third one. You know, Bryson DeChambeau played and Dustin Johnson played. Okay, what were the ratings for it? The ratings were a point two, not a two. Yeah, point two. So it beat the NBA All Star game. It, it, well, it beat the pregame show. It beat the because Harmon was the only one who watched the pregame show. But I don't. I don't count. So I don't. (laughs) Three people watched the uh, watch live golf this weekend. Um, how how bad is this, right? How bad is 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 a point two? It's not bad. Point two. Uh, just to let you know that it got less viewers than an episode of World's Funniest Animals that also aired on the CW this weekend. The clip show of, you know, the, hey, look at what this koala bear in Australia did. And then, you know, you get, you get the guy giving the funny. Oh, yeah, that's got apple? Carlton Banks on it. I'm going to eat this thing. Is that, is that who does? What, I no, believe no, he so, just, right? No, oh, he just he does. Do I thought he does just funny home videos. He does funny home videos. Yeah. I, I don't think. Oh, Carl, I thought it was all. No, no, well, but I mean, they, they estimate that's like 188 to 190,000 households. Yeah, but that's. <laughs> this, is a, this is a league. thousand with a four million dollar prize and some yeah. of the best golfers in the world. That's all right. And like and like less. And you talk about less than two hundred thousand people. Well, what, what's a this. normal golf tournament get? I mean, I'm talking one of the Masters. You get you get you know, o- one you one get, of the majors. Uh, you know the Masters. Oh, you get you get over a one. You get over a one. You get it. You get at least a million people. Some of them are like, for instance, last week Tiger played Genesis. I think the ratings was a two point one or a two point four. But that's because Tiger Woods well, plays. Tiger, Tiger Woods doesn't there. play. They'll probably be a little bit less than that. So you're talking about like a one four one three. I mean, look, it's not. But this is just so incredibly low. Well, I mean, the so NBA All Star Game had a two point two. Right, exactly. And think about how many people hated that thing. I mean, well, but I mean that that you're more likely to hate watch. You know, I mean, live golf. I mean, are are you gonna if you don't support the organization and what it what it is and how it came together, then you're you're not even hate watching that. You're just moving on. No, that's why fans are pissed and they're not moving. The fact that more people watch those amazing animals. And hey, there was a time in my life when 11:30 every night I watched whatever that show was that Matt Gallant hosted on the uh, National Geographic Channel. It was like it was like the same thing. It was the an animal clip show and people sending clips around. And it was funny. And I watched it every night. This is like in the late early 2000s. Boy, man, when I tell you the early 2000s was that vast barren wasteland of pop culture. Culture. This is what I mean. Like Pam and I would watch that show like every night. Oh, that that show that's on. Ah, it was on, what was it called? Whatever it was, it was on like eleven thirty every night. We would watch it. We would tape it. We would watch it. It was funny. I mean that. It, okay, it's kind of funny. Yeah, but you, that that show's beating Lift Well, but I mean, we could have gotten ratings, and and I'd be curious how many more households sat and watched the uh, infomercial for the Emerald uh, Legacy uh, air fryer. You know, now mean, bigger. You know, Dogs running, dogs running on a frozen pond and sliding around. You got a higher rating than lift. People golf. like dogs. 
made some folks wait wait late at night to see how often Sarah McLaughlin's going to come on the show. Horses stepping on and crushing cars is getting more ratings than than live golf. Knicks more people want to see that than stop. The Knicks we won six in a row. We're a great team. I mean, more people are watching that. I mean, that's embarrassing, man. And look, not to say I told you so. Not to say I hate to told you so, but. When when this happened, when the Live Golf came out, I said, how are they going to get people to watch this, right? Because the one thing that Live Golf has done, and this this is a big deal because um, it's, it's re- any, any, I think, thought Tiger Woods had of retiring, whether whatever, whatever he had over the course of the last couple of years and the, the injuries he's had, he's coming back now a little bit. I bet you a lot of those thoughts are put in the background because it's like, you know what? I got to help save the PGA Tour and make sure. I know when I play, people are going to watch, and all these people who have defected to live golf, yeah, go spit, right? Like his, his agent just, just uh, dropped one of uh, a golfer who decided to go to the live tour. He was represented by Tiger's agent. Nope, you want to go to live tour, you got to find somebody else. Like Tiger is going to make sure the PGA Tour is able to continue to live and thrive and survive. He's still there. He's still young enough to be someone that, ah, maybe he can win on the weekend. I'll still watch me. Tiger Woods is still golf. The live tour is like, no, no one's going to tune in to watch that. And, and what's going to happen is this. The live tour is going to be around for however long it's around, another year or two, whatever it is. And then the Saudis who are backing the live tour are going to say, we're not getting anything back for this. We, no one's watching our product. We, we've spent all this money to have this. What are we doing this for? Let's go well, give our money. It was a vanity money. project anyway. Yeah. So Let, it's... Yeah, let's all give our money someplace else and do something else. And all these golfers are now going to have to come crawling back to the PGA Tour. And it's going to be embarrassing when Phil Mickelson has to have a press conference about coming back to play. And so does Bryson DeChambeau and everybody else. It's going to be embarrassing. And I would love it for the PGA Tour to say, ah, stick it. You can go someplace else. You didn't, you didn't want to come here. You wanted to go. Go, stick it. Go. We don't want you here. Go go play. Form your own league again. See how that works for you. You left us. Go. Go there. I'd love to see that happen because that's exactly how it's going to go. And these guys are going to wind up crawling their way back, and the PGA Tour will let them come back, and they're going to say, yeah, for a while, no one's going to talk to them. We're the only people they'll be friends with are the people, other people on the Live Tour. But in the end, they're going to get back, and they're going to say, boy, when I went to the Live Tour for a couple of years, I made so much money, man. It was crazy. And there was, I mean, the events were nuts and there was no cuts and we were playing team golf and there was windmills and there was getting shooting the ball in the dragon's mouth you know all these things was up but i made so much money and now i come back to the pga tour after a couple years because that's how this is going to end you know the more people that watch those amazing animals over the live tour the quicker the saudis well, are going to lose interest and and the live tour is going to end that's how this ends and, that's per, the end per, and perhaps the, that's the case and look it's an unlimited supply of cash uh, that we we can uh, just recognize. So as long as they have a whim for it, and there's not another, maybe they decide to start their own pickleball thing as that gains popularity. I well, don't know. aren't they buying WWE, Mike? Well, that's part of the potential that we're looking at a, a multi-billion-dollar deal. Vince McMahon is is back in on the board of directors, and even WrestleMania, a lot of people are complaining because you look at the official poster. The bottom of it says directed by Vince McMahon. So there, there's certainly that potential. So that could be uh, one way it goes. And you already got a number of wrestlers in their interviews and doing podcasts and stuff, expressing a bit of reservations about what the future of the WWE is and everybody trying to figure out what permutations and how the business shakes out. If that is the case, you know, how many top talent decide to opt out? But, you know, as you and I were uh, discussing a little bit, Frostburg, golf TV ratings, at golf TV ratings, 
They only had 342,000 people for the uh, first round of the Honda Classic. No Tiger to walk around and wave to the good people. Uh, second round only had 471,000. Yes, it's greater than 180 or 188 or 190 or whatever we want to do in our rounding errors, but not exactly uh, killing it in the ratings world out of the PGA. No, but, I mean, you're in the era of the new normal where less people are watching, so okay. But people are still watching the PGA. The PGA Tour is still where people understand where are the events. We know where we're going to be. We know Tiger Woods is playing. Uh, and, right, and that's but still when like, Tiger Woods doesn't play, does anybody care? That was the point I was just right, reading. Right, but, all, but, all, but all Tiger Woods has live, to do. But it's like, eh. Yeah, but all Tiger Woods has to do is outlast the Live Tour. And the live tour ends, then what's going to happen? They're all going to want to come back. And how, how much longer, really, are, are the Saudis going to continue to keep pouring money into the live tour before they say, you know, we just, we're not doing it? We're, we're done. I mean, well, the I know logic had, of the live you know, tour to begin with, people found all faults with. It's like people yeah. with money do what they want. Right. They right? I mean, they, they pay ridiculous millions of yeah. dollars for someone to come and lip sync through a performance. They thought they were going to get everybody that they would say, hey, this we're going to give all these people money and everybody's going to want to come. And there was enough people who were holding out that said, yeah, I don't know about this. And I think that surprised them. Wait, these are golfers. They all want money. They're all millionaires. If Phil Mickelson comes and we got Greg Norman. We're all, people are going to well, come. I it's mean, going to be a big Phil, thing. Phil had a lot of extenuating circumstances yeah. to get him into that. Right. Role. He did. But then you also but then you also have the fact that they're messing around with the game and you're turning the game of golf that people like to watch. And, you know, there's a reason why when when you when you watch the XFL or the USFL, it's kind of a novelty, you know, because it's changing the rules. Yeah, it's kind of fun to see crazy ass rules in the XFL and the USFL and certain things. And and, you know, we're going to kick extra points from from 50 yards away. It's fun to see that. But the NFL is not going to do that because they know we're not going to mess with the game because we're, if we mess with the game, that's just going to be embarrassing for us. So we'll let the other leagues that need to cut through give them give everybody a different look and it's going to be something that's just a novelty thing. This is what Live Golf has done. They've decided to take golf and go, okay, we're going to have teams and no cuts and these crazy events with all these different things and we're having shotgun starts and, and, all, of, and all the different things that the PGA Tourists do and people are going to see that and go, What? What the hell is this? What, what is this? Is this golf or is it or is this just you know miniature golf? Like that, I think that's how people view the live tour of okay. Am I just going to tune in? Am I going to see a great tournament with and it's going to come down to the end and it's Howell and DeChambeau or whoever is there, whoever is playing. Am I going to see that or am I going to see something that I really don't understand what I'm seeing and I'm wondering what the hell is going on? I mean, the live tour is has become too much USFL XFL to really cut through and get people interested. But do you really think the players on the Live Tour actually care that nobody's watching? Well, they'll care until they stop getting paid. Well, are they going to stop the, getting paid? They'll, they'll care until the Saudis say, okay, it's done. Oh, now it's done? Now what do I do? But okay. what makes you think that they're going to say it's done? No, well, because, but that, that, that was my point. It's like, I don't think the TV, the TV extension's nice. I don't think that at any point it was a, hey, this is going to be a big moneymaker for us. Yeah, but you're not going to sit there and be embarrassed for that long. How Who's long are you going to be embarrassed for? But if the checks are clearing, do they really care yeah, if they're, they're on TV? No, 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 that now, it, no listen. But look, like I said, this is how it's going to end. Eventually, the backers, they're going to lose interest. They're going to say, I'm upset that we can't get anybody to watch. It's embarrassing for us. No one is paying attention to this. Why are we giving all these people money? And It's no, Monopoly we're gonna take, money, though. We're going to, right, but say we're going to take that money and just spend it someplace else and do something yeah else. but you know what they have more of it because it's they monopoly do. money oh, oh, listen, to go listen. and start venture listen. b yeah, venture no, no, no. C. i'm I mean, not it's saying all, it's all yeah. a novelty project they're gonna no, buy no, the no. knicks and then the no, mets is, 
This is a stop. This come is on, having, man. you know, hey. Julius Randle come and show you his three-point skills for your kid's birthday. Listen, That's what this the, is. Hey, hey how much my minute, co- this is costing me? I'm not going to buy hey. Steve Cohen to make him work for once in his life. Oh. Okay, okay. You guys said a lot of things. Number one, that's a great idea about Julius Randle making threes at a kid's birthday party in the offseason. Put a pin in that. Number two. You had me told he was making threes. If the, I said if he was the, making threes. I said no, he was he's taking make, No, he's got to make him at a kid's birthday party. He can't miss them I just them said he was taking him and yelling, Rain Man! Make me a bicycle, clown. <laughs> hey, Billy, how was your birthday? I beat Julius Randle hey, in a three-point shooting contest. put that head back contest. on. What are you doing? You're better you, than that. What do you mean you beat Julius Randle like in a video game? No, we paid him to come to my party and I beat him. I made four out of ten. He didn't make one. He was really mad. You should have seen the mansion he built with all those bricks. <laughs> uh, the second point is that if the Bucks can be sold for $3.5 billion, the Mets are like worth $10 billion. But – this is not where they need the money. They need the money because, look, yes, no, they're printing money. The, the the amount of money they have is obscene. But still, as business as businessmen and people who don't want to be seen as failing, they're not going to continue to pour money into something that's just losing. Uh, that's losing them credibility. That's losing public eye. That's losing their money. They're going to take. They're going to take that money because they want to build a tour that, that destroys the PGA Tour. Dude, Dustin Johnson goes home to Polina Gretzky. You think he's really losing? Yeah. No, he's listen. It's while everybody's getting paid, it's fun. These guys are going to paid a lot of money, but these guys want to keep playing golf. And eventually it's going to end and it's going to be awkward. It's going to be really, really awkward when they have to all go back to the PGA Tour. And it may be after this year and maybe a year from now, but it's in the not too distant future. And then things are going to get really, really weird. That's how the live tour is going to be. Everybody went for a short term money grab. They figured, hey, if this thing lasts for a couple of years, fine. If not, then I'll go back to the PGA Tour. I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever else I need to do, which is why I'd love for the PGA Tour to be able to tell these guys to stick it. But as independent contractors and so many different things, it's going to be very difficult to do legally. But I would love to see that because that's all these guys said, hey, we're going to take this money. How long is this live tour going to last? And we're going to leave. We're going to go back to it. And that, that's, that's what's going to happen. Jason, the real question is, is what Walt is going to say to them when they come back? Uh, ooh, when they're on the course, ooh, what is he going to say to them? Uh, you know, he, um, I got to ask my dad about that. I got because he because he worked at Genesis and and uh, I have he, a feeling there's going to be yeah, words okay. that we can't say right now. I got. <laughs> I'll ask right. my dad. Yeah, I'll but, see it, what he but says. in the end, if they're viable players on the tour, the tour will welcome welcome them back, right? If you're going back to the who helps make money and and boost ratings or whatever else, if it moves it uh, the needle at all and makes it shake, then great. Then they'll they'll be welcomed back with open arms, and there's no conflict whatsoever. Maybe some terse words, maybe another strongly worded letter. But beyond that, uh, I don't know, man. It's been pretty contentious between the two sides. Like I said, you got agents dropping client. You want to go to Live Tour? Not going to be my client anymore. Wait, what? I mean, people, they're doing Well, but that means the they have a more powerful client on the other right. side. And but what, but they get dr- to pocket more cash. Yeah. But they're drawing lines in the sand, and it's not just going to be that easy. I don't know how uh, golf is going to wind up going back to it. And maybe it's just going to wind up being, remember that awkward couple of years there where the Live Tour was out there? Yeah, that was. we don't talk about that so much. Oh, okay. I mean, but it's, it's going to be, oh, but that's how how it's going to end. And you mean you like baseball in the steroid era? Yeah. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we, we just don't talk about it anymore. Any other you, cheating scandals? Did nah, you do steroids? Nah, nah, it never happened. Right. The but Astros, did, the Cardinals, what? But it's, it's Red so, Sox, never heard of them. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's going to be a really 
bad chapter in golf history because a lot of things have been said, a lot of actions have happened. And look, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy, the two most popular golfers in the world, have been standing up saying, hey, yeah, we're for the PGA Tour and we're making sure the PGA Tour stays on. And now just when these guys want to come back, yeah, that's going to be a thing. That's going to be a thing, man. I don't know if they just get to walk back onto the course and say, yeah, ready to go. Ah, it's going to be a thing. There's going to be some – it's just like – you want to talk about the cheating scandal? It's going to be just like when the what the Astros had to go through after the cheating scandal. Why are our guys getting thrown at? Why are our, Why are we in brawl? Why is this happening? Not that suddenly guys are going to start throwing golf balls at each other. I was going to say, but it's, it's going to be they're, – yeah. they're, they're, they're taking practice. Wait, oops, I, I didn't have enough grip. Tiger Why Woods, is Joe Kelly on the course? <laughs> Tiger Woods' first drive is at Phil Mickelson in the back. He's he's down right now. Uh, but that's how it's going to be. And that, and that's just that's the inevitable ending of live golf. It'll go until the Saudis lose interest, and then, then it's going to be everybody no, back. But we said that a long time ago, though. That's how it's going to go. That, I mean, as long as they're interested. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wait, live drop Monday. I hate this song. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Great pull, Tyshirt. So what a jam it's on. It's he listens to it. It's this is this is off his own phone, not even his Spotify account. It's off his phone. It's off his phone. When he listens, it's probably his ringer. Why is that a bad thing? I'm just saying there's no it's not that great a song. Wow. It's not that great a song. That's fighting words. You're just that's, taking swipes at greatness. Not, How dare you? It's not that great. You better a song. be in studio tomorrow. I mean, it's this not. this is something that inspires okay. people to start their day. Maybe okay. they walk an extra half mile. Maybe they climb that. They go running up that hill. Maybe no, all of those things happen. It doesn't do any of those things. If if everybody wants to rule the world was an NFL player, it would be Derek Carr. Okay, just just to let, just to give you a perspective of what that would be, it would be Derek Carr. That's everyone's rule. Um, big weekend and big night on Sunday for Damian Lillard. Right, seventy-one points for the Blazers, and he only played thirty-nine minutes. Um, it's the second seventy-point game in the league this year. You've now had him hit seventy-one. You've had Donovan Mitchell hit seventy-one. You had Devin Booker at seventy. So in in a time in the NBA where you know. Up until three years ago, we had one person get over 80 and then a second person, and that's been it. It's been Wilt and Kobe. We've now had three people over 70 in the last few years and two over 70 this year. And with the way offense has been evolving in the NBA, it's like big offensive nights aren't that big a deal anymore. It's it's like, you know. 30 is the new 20, and 40 is the new 30, and 50 points is the new 40 points, and 60 points is the new 50 points. Um, I'm pretty confident that by the end of next season, by not this season, by the end of next season, somebody's going to break Kobe's record of 81 points. Well, it's not a record, but... But it's well his his the record that everybody's seen because nobody saw the Will Chamberlain one that's hundred. I saw him no holding TV. up a sign that said hundred. Damn it! He held up the piece of paper. But someone's going to break Kobe Bryant's mark of I have one point. Shares of a ticket stub <laughs> from that hundred game. Are you sure it's from that game? It's not from the game like the next night. <laughs> I can guarantee it's not okay. a LeBron like circumstance. <laughs> and Jason, when you say somebody's going to do it, I agree with you, and it's going to be against the Knicks, right? No, no, come on. It's going to be against one of those bottom feeder teams like the Rockets like the or someone like that. Yeah, like against the Rockets or the Pistons or something like that. No, someone's going to score over 81 points. Someone's going to do it. Because, you look, Lillard could have done it. All he had to do was play more minutes yesterday. He would have done it, right? I mean, someone's going to do it because all, the offense has just been pushed up and up, and we get guys scoring 50 points and 45 points all the time, right? Lillard could do it, right? John Morant could do it. Get out. Jason Tatum could do it. Giannis could do it. We've seen him with 50-point nights. Donovan Mitchell could do it. Uh, there's lots of players out there who can. There's so many players out there that can score that many points. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that there the there isn't 15 people in the league that could break this mark now because of the way the offense is at with the NBA. Wow, that's... But by, by by the end of next year, I would say yeah, that that mark's going to fall, and it's somebody else is going to be in second place all time. That's impressive. I mean, 13 of 22 from three point range. That's the thing I circle. When you start talking about John Morant or Giannis or any of these other guys getting getting close to that, 
I mean, you're living at the free throw line. I mean, they're not hitting three point shots with the regularity. And with that no, you're, kind of you're, either, you're either hitting threes or you're getting to the free throw line or a combination of both. So that's why, you know, a big man can do it. Look, like, could, could uh, Joel Embiid do it? He goes to the free throw line, you know, 35 times in a game. He has one of those nights. Yeah. Anthony Davis I mean, is going to do it tomorrow there. night. <laughs> I mean, Jokic passes the ball too much, so that ain't happening. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, I didn't say Jokic. I didn't say it, but there's lots of guys. Luka well, I was just going it. through all the greats, and since you added a couple of guys that – yeah, I just don't see having the op- operational efficiency at the line or uh, three-point range to do it. I just thought I'd throw, you know, the the MVP in. BD tomorrow night. Uh, oh, oh, Jalen Brunson. Yeah, Jalen Brunson could do it. Sure, hundred percent, he can do it. He's your Absolutely. MVP in your own mind. Absolutely. You just keep writing JB on a napkin. You said it. Coming up next, <laughs> we got a big story out of the NFL coming your way. The number one pick in the draft. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 